0: Welcome to the OzGel podcast, where we bring the gel ball community together. Each week we have a special guest where we talk about what's new in the world of gel ball, be it MILSIM, speedball and everything in between. Now welcome to our host. Hi, I'm Dan from AusGel. I'm Morgan from Gorilla Blasters. And I'm Julia from Gorilla Blasters. And today we've got a bit of a sentimental podcast for you to view or listen to um, with the owners of the field that I first started really playing in. Okay, Jules, Smorgs, thank you very much for coming up here and joining us on the podcast. You've driven from the south side of Brisbane, a bit of a drive. Thank you very much. Um, now, this is a podcast I think I'm going to hold near and dear to my heart, and just a little bit of background for the listeners and the, the viewers out there. Um, when I first started playing Joe Ball, I did muck around at Nuketown a little bit, um, got a bit of a flavour for speedball there, but I really committed properly to the, to the hobby, when I played at the field that you guys started. So, um, look, we'll, we'll get into that very soon, but let's learn a little bit more about each of you. So, wh- what are your backgrounds, Jules? What's your background?
1: Background well, I'm a mother of three. Um, I've got five children all together between yep. us. Um, I'm a personal trainer and um, owner of Gorilla Blasters.
0: Awesome. And how about you, Morgs? Um, I'm a
2: Boilermaker by um, trade and owner of. Gullah blasters and a PT as well. Um, we've got five kids in between us, and
0: wow, yeah, cool. This busy lifestyle, by the sounds of things, busy.
1: All right, <laughs> busy but awesome.
0: Yeah, great stuff. All right, well, look, let's go right back to the beginning. So, um, I remember in the early days, um, I, I'd alluded to it before. I tried out a speedball game at another field, but they only had that as like one part of their their day. And then I remember hearing about Gorilla Blasters. Now, you guys had a gym at the time, and you started running games um, in, a, in an alleyway out of that gym, and it was the first sort of competitive, um, you know, full day of competitive gameplay I'd come across. Tell us how you came about the idea. Like, how did it all start? Um, so,
2: my cousin, yep, he um, lives in Melbourne, and gel blasters are illegal down in Melbourne.
0: Alex. They- Yes. <laughs> yeah, hey, Alex. <laughs> yeah.
2: And um, he said, bro, get yourself a gel blast. And I'm like, oh, how much are they? And he told me. And I'm like, okay, sweet. I'll get one, but I'll get it in parts. I'll do it up all by myself. Did that, played around with it, and I think I sold it for $200, I think it was. I yep. got it for 100 sold it for 200 and I was like, oh, where do we go to play? And I was like, oh, Nuketown's too far. I'll build my own. Mm. And that's how we basically that started – the journey.
0: Yeah, wow. And and there was a lot of work involved from what I remember. Um in in fact I'll um you know we'll, we'll try and play some footage of those earlier days um you know while we're chatting here but um you know I remember a lot of the gameplay from those days. Um you guys used to come out and I know you had an arrangement with the businesses there where um you could only run it on the weekends when they were all closed and you had to come out and assemble the entire field every time and what hours and hours of assembly to get it?
2: I think it, I think it was. Um, I used to do over in the first first field was yeah. about two and a half hours put up and then maybe two and a half put down, and that Jeez. was all pallets, um, and just wood I could scrounge together to put this field yeah. together. Um, and you guys loved it. Yes, <laughs> and yeah. then um, we got kicked out of there. Yeah. Um, and we moved on to the next field, which was the next door neighbor. I asked him if I could use his, um. Driveway because he had his humongous driveway and yeah. he wasn't using it on the weekend, and that that's was when the
1: work got harder. Oh, so really? I found the alleyway was as yeah. awesome. It was an yep. awesome setup. We had o- the OGs like the Silverbacks yeah. at the time that helped us, and we had our kids. Yeah. When we went to the next business, yeah. um, it was just it was so much work, and we were yeah. doing it by ourselves with our kids, our poor kids. We'd like drag along in the mornings to put them all up and put them down. Then we did this deal with everyone that played at the comp was, yep. hey, guys, beer's on for the ones that help us. It was done in five minutes.
0: Wow. Five yeah, it minutes. It used to take me
2: four hours wow. to set up.
1: Everyone just rushed on the field and Far they just right. got things done yep. and we put beers on afterwards. Or, and Shout out, yeah. out to uh,
2: mainly Carnage because they're Carnage.
1: Colts. Ah, Carnage. <laughs> legends. <laughs> legends. Yeah. Absolutely yep. legends.
0: Stuff. Still going too. Yeah, Love those yeah, guys. Yeah. So, no, really, really good attitude in the community too, those guys. So They yeah. were like family. Fantastic. Yeah. And I, I do remember that that second field. So that was on like a in, in a really big driveway area, like you're saying. Um, and I, I think it was next door to the Vietnam vets MC. Yes. Yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. But um, I, I do remember one of the first tournaments you had. So many people turned up. You had Tack Edge. Rocked up, and I think they were all playing in Shadow Company at the time. Yes, got it. And, um, you know, you had the Slops there. You had Elements of the Silverbacks there. You had um, Wetwork. There were so many different teams there. Chunka, Oh, it's a uh, yeah. Yes. Chunker. Far out. Um, who what else do we it? have?
2: Um, we had Carnage. the... Yeah, Carnage chunker. was there. Squirrels. Yeah, yeah Squirrels. Oh, I remember them, squirrels. yeah. I think yeah. they're still going. They're too. still going, yeah, yeah. They're up on the sunny coast now, I think. Uh, we oh. had... Um, oh, that was it. There was yeah. other ones. There was I can't even remember them.
0: It, it was sort of where I think it was the first event where I think a lot of um, personality and character was given to each of the different teams. Mm-hmm everyone really started adopting their mascots and yep. Yep. you know and, and and I remember that's when you know even from you know the Sloth Riders when I used to play I remember we started really adopting the sloth you know yes. and we had a little sloth mascot and then yes. um you know Secret Squirrels had their yeah. squirrel everywhere and um it, it was just re- it was a really sort of fun casual moment in the history of of ball, I think but was,
1: and we did a lot of squad yeah. picks, you know, before and yeah. after, a lot of game footage, and yeah. I think it was really a time of everyone getting to know each other, yeah. and, you know, um, it was really awesome. It very, was very cool. really, really cool.
0: And then, so that was the second iteration, yeah. and then we move into the third, which is where you guys are now. Now, that's even got, undergone some transformation since <laughs> then, but um, talk us through what that, that's been like. I mean, tremendous field now.
1: Start well, from the start, babe. Um, so
0: we got kicked out of that
2: other place um as well because the other guy that was in the back he didn't like coming in on sunday and seeing all these people running around in fully tacked out gear so uh, <laughs> he ended yeah. up he, he ended up um whinging to the landlord and kicked us out of there so you now i was like oh, okay sweet where we're going to find somewhere in the next month and by chance i was on facebook and um i found a place in logan Home and i just went okay sweet we'll start with a thousand squares yep and we did that and um um, we filled it out with containers, any container I could find, yeah, mm. basically, just so we could get run throughs so we could have some people so they could watch on the sidelines and yep. stuff like that. So just um, remembering though that yeah. this
1: was dirt, yeah, this was fully dirt, there was nothing yeah established there, like nothing yeah. and, and so when you know I remember that first photo that we took. Yeah. And it's just Morgue standing there with a big crane or um, something behind us. It Escavator. wasn't ours, Escavator. the excavator. Yeah. And um, it was just right there, it was a moment, you know. Yeah, I Might get a little bit emotional because it's been a journey. It yeah, really has.
0: And, a, and a really big one because now you've ended up with a field that looks like something out of Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that like a post-apocalyptic city. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, it, it's pretty cool.
2: We're going to be um, expanding again. Yeah. Um, we're just finalising some things at the field now. And, um, but yeah, once we get up, there's a couple of different game modes. that I'm um, really, really, you ever seen Swamp Sniper? Yes. So the zombie one, um, we yep. have a version of that already built, ready to rock and roll. Nice. I like uh, it. For the, all those zombie lovers out there. Yep. Um, but you know, with that need more land. And I yeah. keep telling the landlord, just keep on filling brother. We can <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> he keeps nice. them. I yep. love it. Yeah. Love it. So when we started that field, um, yeah. he gave us our thousand squares and, um, basically
1: how many containers did we start off?
2: Uh, when we start off with one, two, three, four, five. Five. And just yep. remember
1: these weren't clean, cleaned yeah. out containers. These are containers that we got for cheap and yep. Morgs had to do them all up. Yeah. I still oh, right remember up. him doing the gym. So our gym's made yeah. of seven containers wide. Yeah, We had that place... Wet, there was just rain coming so all the way. So, you guys still there, run like, the gym business as, absolutely. as well? It's underneath, oh, wow. absolutely. underneath okay.
0: our um, out. yeah,
2: yeah. So, Jeez. yeah, we um, we did that in the rain. So, me and me and one of my boys um, yeah. pulled them all together. Yeah, and there was we've got pictures of it and video of just yeah. water just coming through it's the rain, gaps. <laughs> just going well, through whatever our it gym. takes, yeah. you know, to get it done so that when we run, we can. You know, run hard.
0: And th- this is the part of business that I think a lot of people don't see. And I think it's really important. You know, we were having a chat before this podcast started about costs involved in running a business. And I think one of the things I noticed in Jailball was, you know, right back at the beginning, before everyone, you know, were were sort of – before everyone was a legitimate business, um, before everyone was operating out of brick-and-mortar stores and properties they had to pay leases on um, – there was a bit of a margin in gel blasters. But one of the things that happened was all these extra costs started coming in for the companies, um, but you couldn't increase the price of gel blasters to match because everyone would whinge about it. Yeah, so the the prices of gel blasters, you know, people could see them on Chinese websites. And back when you didn't need a B709 and it was relatively easy, you know, it was quite easy for people to bring in ones and twos. Now it's probably a little bit more difficult um, because – if too many people are submitting their permits, their B709s, it floods weapons licensing and no one gets job losses because you've got all these ones and twos coming in. So it's good when when bigger companies are getting containers and stuff in. Mm. The, um, the big thing is, though, I've noticed people are ruthless when they just assume mm. that business owners are just rolling in money. Yeah. And that couldn't be further from the truth. Mm. It could not be further from the truth. We were talking about it. You know, as a business owner, you pay yourself minimum wage. Absolutely. Um, it's a common thing, isn't it? You know, yeah. I mean, um, because you, you grow on your business, you know, and, and it's just a, it's a done thing. Um, on top of paying minimum wage, um, you've got all your overheads to worry about. And here's the other thing. You don't get time off, do you? You know, what does your typical work week look like?
1: Uh, look, I think that we've been blessed as far as um, our staff are concerned. Yep. You know, um, in the beginning, morgues did run that place hard yeah. and I, I'm not joking, like there were nights that he would come home late and the yeah. kids and I wouldn't see him for so long. So yeah. w- when you touch on that, it's, it's quite important that people realise because what they see is our success but not the grind. Yes. And we've grinded, we've worked hard, we've stayed focused. Yeah. I've done the kids in, in the house and, and behind the scenes work whereas Morgs was the physical to yeah. getting stuff done and when he says he wants something done, he gets it done. Now... With that said, um, now we're sort of at a place where he doesn't have to grind so hard yeah. because he's got his right hand man, and yep. there that's actually managing the place, and we've got people in place that they're doing all the right things. Yeah. And do you know what I mean? So they're running, they're running the pits. The the sessions are running smoothly. We've got things yeah. in place. We yeah. are very strict on our game style and gameplay, yep. but that's for a reason. We've got kids there, yeah. and they are our first priority. That's for Our safety. So that's really good. People feel comfortable coming yeah. to a family. Um, Cultured
0: business, and you know it's it's one of the things you know. I mean, um, you know, I'm an ex government employee, so and I remember, you know, the the mindset when when you're yeah. you're protected in that bubble, the only things you're really worried about are, am I getting my leave? Why aren't I getting my leave? You know, and whereas as soon as you start a business, what's leave? See, so that's a you job know? mentality. Yeah, exactly. This is a business owner mentality, exactly. And yeah. that's that's the main difference. So a lot of the people, um, it's one of the things I think. It's a good reminder when people start making assumptions about what business owners are doing and, and how much they're making. Just yep. keep in the back of your mind, they're paying themselves <laughs> next to nothing so they can pay others to help them. Yep. And um, the hours are ridiculous.
1: It's also reinvesting <laughs> yeah. into our business. The amount exactly. of containers, so we've come from one to five containers to how many yep. do we have on that, 30 something? 35, yeah, 35, 35 containers on our yeah. site.
0: <laughs> and you know what? And, and at some point in time, you're going to want to have that success. You want to, you want to enjoy that success. And when that happens, you just need to know that you've earned it, you know. Yeah. And um, I, I think that's that's a big thing that people don't see.
2: Even so even same. when we yeah. we go away for birthdays, it's not even. Yep. Still, in the back of your mind, you're still doing what you're doing. Yes, mm. yeah, exactly. So it's never never a day off. It never stops. Yeah.
1: But it's just we've got a little bit more freedom now, and and that's what we. That was our uh, I guess our front end mindset was yeah. we're doing this, we're going to pay a price, we're going to yep. miss. Some of the kids' commitments, we're going to miss some of the kids' sports, and we have. Yeah, and people don't understand that. They just see it as, oh, that you know, they couldn't make it to that game, or they couldn't be. Well, no, that's not the case. We're actually working towards our kids' future. Yeah, and that's we want it. to make ourselves redundant from this place. Yeah, and we want to build the community. We want to build it strong and solid. You got to yeah. get there. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. and
0: it's um and it's a hard slog. But we've done it together and
1: we've never given up. So all the challenges that we've been faced with and money and we've never just had money given to us, I can tell you that much. Um, The loans, the debts, but I see it as good debt. We both see it as good debt and we've made those decisions together. So That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. I really
0: like that. Now, um, so let's bring this back to your new field now. One thing that I really love to see in all fields is support for kids' competitions and growing up the youth. Because... Realistically, you look at other sports. I'm not going to throw paintball under the bus here, yep. but when you have a sport where the only people who are playing are people who are staring upon retirement in the next decade, um, yeah. it doesn't really look that enticing as a sport. You need to, you know, I, I think it's good when you see that youth come through because they're the people who are going to not only carry the sport forward but they're also customers of the future for all the retail businesses and, and, you know, there's a lot of flow-on effects and then they can get their family into the sport and, and carry it on. I mean, what's it been like for you guys? What are the challenges you've had to implement a youth league into your field?
2: Um, so we built, everything's been built off the first field. Yep. So the exact dimensions
0: yeah. is from the first field.
2: yep. And so basically it's, t- it's 12 mm-hmm. metres across. Yeah. By 24 meters long. Yeah. So we built that in the middle of our main field. And so um, now with our youth league, we created a game mode um, like speedball, like yep. our speedball, gorilla ball, uh, gorilla speedball. Yep. Um, we've got that and we've changed it. Yeah. And we've implemented and we've also jumped on, on with um, TTB. Yep. And he's helped develop what we have hey, today. Mark. Yeah. <laughs> How you going? Yeah. Um, Another but, legend. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, like we've we've desi- designed this so that it's a small, quick. Yep. And there's quick turnaround for games, nice. so the kids don't get bored. And then we're also we're also growing that now yeah. to be an adult league too. Nice. So we're but we've gone to the junior league, and so we've got how many do we have now? Seven? Six, six to seven squads. Yeah, six to seven squads, yeah. um, and. You know, we've got kids coming from Gold Coast. We've got kids coming from all over. Yeah. And they love it. They love it. It's like some of the game games only go for 15 seconds. Yep. Full wipe of a team. Yeah. Get off the field. That's next that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, we have had um, the the only thing that we've found that was probably um, testing or, or a challenge yeah. was the insurance.
0: Ah, yes. Yeah. Many fields are dealing with this issue right now yep. from what I understand.
2: Yeah. Um, now it is very, very expensive, yep. but we've, we've, we're like, no, we are a fa- Like we, we built this around our children, yep. and we're not going to yes. go. They, our, our kids are all of our kids. So yep. all the teams, and we, like, we made a decision. No, we're gonna, we're gonna go with this expensive insurance. Yep. Um, to keep the kids there. Well, to accommodate
1: yep. what we started. Mm. That's awesome. So, remembering that we did this to get the kids off the game. Yep. We know that that is an issue and it's still an issue for a lot of people yeah. and a lot of parents right now that kids are spending hours and hours on their game. They're becoming introverts, recluse. Yeah. Like they, they just live on their, yeah, yeah. live on um, social media and their games and just eat all day. So, you've got weight problems, yep. you've got mental health, you've got anxiety. The list goes on. How we actually really started getting kids into the sport was the mini ballers.
0: That's awesome. So on the
1: Tuesdays, that's how we created a kids-only session for two hours, and we made it so it was after school. And it's Um, affordable too. And it's affordable. Mm. That's good. That's how it's grown into the junior league. Good stuff. Mm.
0: I've got some great memories of of even some of the earlier days at Gorilla and – you know, and I don't get out to games as much as I used to, obviously. Well, no, not really at all. No. It's, it's too busy. Yep. But I, I do find that when I do get the rare opportunity to at least go and watch, um, I, I miss a lot of those styles. I mean, mm. I remember vividly from, I think it was the second field and even the third field, when you guys started having those speedball competitions, it was the only competition where I sort of felt like um, it, it was more about endurance um, and pushing through rather than, um, you know, quick slides and, and parkour, yeah. which is what, what it's sort of become now. Mm. But that that endurance side, I, I vividly remember slop raiders, you know, from from the team I was on at the time, there'd be times where they'd be pushing themselves so hard they're throwing up while they're playing, you know. And I mean you know people were really pushing cuz you are basically just it was like a line in the middle of the field and you're either pushing forward or pushing back yeah, and for sure. um and you would do it for the duration of the game yep. and uh oh, it was just the competition back then yeah, you know, I remember leaving those days absolutely gassed. Yeah. I mean, it was, uh, it was Definitely. cool. Definitely. And those yeah. were
1: longer days as well. Like, a, a lot of people still have that memory of, yeah. you know, Gorilla Blasters, comps, they run all day and they yeah. go into the – well, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. So it has sped up. We've learned yeah. a lot from, you know, those old yeah. days. And they were they were epic, yeah. though. We can't turn those back around. They were the It was a original. good time for it, though, because oh, – It was amazing.
0: It, what, like, gel ball back then, there was only really what Gorilla – town and Donnybrook, I think that was it at one yeah. point. And um, one of the things I really liked was tournaments would only occur once per month. So, I mean, people could go about their lives, enjoy their lives, and then look forward to that one month. I remember as the Slob Raiders we all used to be in Facebook chat groups and we'd be talking about the blaster we're teching and, yeah. you know, what our next build is. The team would be getting everything to ready. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. And it was your social interaction. You know, once a month, <laughs> everyone would come there. You'd catch up with all the people. Yep. and um, Whereas nowadays, I think one of the big issues is so many teams out there, um, you know, th- there's so many competitions now um, that a lot of the teams, I think, are, are burning out. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. and 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 so it's, it's good that you guys have have jumped ahead of that and, and realised that. And, um, yeah, it's it's good.
2: Yeah, yeah well, um, at the moment, we we still playing the same game modes. We've, we've yeah. um, also changed a couple during, um, what, the last two years, I think? Yeah. So we don't, with our league, we've got a baller's league. Yep. Um, and we have uh, speedball, gorilla yep. speedball. Then we play Rush, which is another game
1: mode. Ah, oh, nice. So it's Some a rubbers? bit more. Yep. Uh, oh no, sorry.
2: Uh, Rush is more like a capture the flags, and yep. then capture a spawn point. People and get are starting from opposite corners
0: of the field. I've seen. Uh, oh, not that one? one. Oh, not that one. Not no. that one. How's it work?
2: Um, so that one there is basically you start on. You've got to yep. um, capture all points on the field. Yep. And eliminate everybody off the field, and oh. the fastest time wins. So it's a more okay. of a speed sim. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Yeah. So, and what it's, was it's our fastest ve- time?
2: Yeah. I think it was like four minutes, but that was back when we had the fur. Oh. How
0: do you capture a point?
2: You just got to get on it, yep, and then not be shot.
0: Ah, yeah. yeah. Touch Is like a time thing. So there's five pins it? on the field that, that yeah. we
1: do a tour before it starts, ah. so everyone knows where to go. And there's everyone refs there watching it all. Yep. Yes, yeah. Yep. There's cool. a ref at every point. Uh, and nice. And everyone in your team has to touch it. If you don't, you get ah. deducted point. Yeah. Okay. It's a time. What is it called? That's oh, different. I'm that's cool. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Very, very then we yeah. have
2: um Grilla Ball, which yep. is the like maximum of twenty seconds. Yep. Gameplay, and then we have Heist. Heist. Yep. And that's the cops and robbers. Yes. Ah, nice. Yeah, so you got to hold, get as much gold out, and while police yep. are trying to pull, like, destroy it. It's your full team. on. Yep. Yeah, ah, nice.
1: Empty the gold into the tire by the car, and yeah, most <laughs> <Yeah. both laughs> gold wins. Yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah, oh, so, that's
2: cool. So we we with that. We didn't want it to be all just one game mode. Yeah. Um and I like I personally love team team games. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like Medic where that you have to use your team to you know, yep. eliminate the rest of the people on the field. Um so that's why we designed Rush and then we from Rush we designed Heist. Yep. And yeah, they're they're like endurance based. Yeah. And they're very team-orientated, so they keep your team really, really close. I think all of our game
1: modes are endurance-based. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Hence why we used to have the training – well, you know, why we have trainings for our battalion, you know. We do it to keep everyone in good, you know, fitness – yeah. And, but also for, um, to avoid injuries and that as well. And people yeah. don't realize that. They go, you know, why do you have trainings for? Well, there's a reason why we do everything yeah. at, at the pit, you know. So you're conditioning your teams to yeah, be absolutely. able to, yeah, be able yeah. to hold their own on the field and the best and performance. Like, yeah. And do you know what? The amount of people in our battalion that have lost weight. Yeah. And I'm talking 20 kgs plus just yeah. by playing gel ball. Wow. that's massive. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And they feel so good. Yeah. Well, I've had oh, guys come good.
2: out and say, I've been playing gel ball for a year. Yeah. I lost 60 kilos.
1: Yes. Holy Absolutely, oh, yeah, yeah. we need yeah. to do stories on these because Jeez. the testimonies yeah. are amazing, yeah. and
0: there's that uh, as a as a Northill. I think he's another one of those guys. He goes to a lot of fields, yeah, and yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and he's he's lost a massive amount of weight playing the game. Yep,
1: yeah, I is, believe um, it. Because we've got cool. a lot of pretty own. On yeah.
2: that as well, we've also had um, um, what do they call them? Uh, Sykes, yep, message us yes. and tell them about the kids that they're um, yeah. they're dealing with, saying yeah. that just from coming to our mini ballers. Mm. They've seen them, they don't come in, they're not shaking anymore. They're, yeah. they're coming in, they got a bit more confidence. They talk a bit more about it. Oh, they talk more.
0: See, that's that's really good feedback so, yeah. as well. It really is. Yeah, yes. we,
2: we've um, we've posted that on our page. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, even their, their, their parents have yep. said, oh, mm. my God, this kid is Heaps. leaping and bounding. Yeah. And so it was really, really um, interesting to see that and uh, exciting too is that we're helping other kids mm. from just playing a sport where you shoot each other. Yep.
0: Yeah. and and that's a really good message so for any regulators that might be watching you know take take heed of stuff like this because i mean um right now when we're coming you know through well i don't get i guess it's not the tail end of the pandemic but you know we're, we're still right in the middle of the pandemic but as it starts to taper off um you know we, we need to look at things like solutions to mental health challenges that people are facing and um whether or not you agree with the look of the sport Um, it is a sport that is helping people. And if you take that away from people, you are negatively impacting a lot of lives. So um, definitely something for regulators to consider um, when they are actually consulting with the industry.
2: Well, even on that, just say, um, if you look, I talked to Mark from TTB and I was like, we're having a good conversation. Mm. And um, basically he said, you know, all the kids that don't like playing sports, guess what they like doing? They like playing COD. Yes, They like playing Battlefield they're like playing this exactly you know so
1: it's what
0: people like to do and mm-hmm. do you know, you one, know? One, the, get it anyway. one of the challenges
1: yeah. too is um, you know these kids that actually like playing video games but they they have got anxiety Yeah. they, they are they have got depression and they you know, they are scared, it, it's making it to the field and actually yeah. getting out there with these other kids. Exactly. And we just encourage parents to keep trying to get in there yep. because once they get in, in you know, um, in our face, you know, Morgs and I or Jono or any of our staff, we're yeah. so accommodating, Yeah. we understand, and That's it's just it. a way of them feeling comfortable and, you know, having that sense of belonging. And
0: yeah. I think this is one of those big uh, key lessons. So any parents out there that are watching or any parents considering bringing their kids into a jail ball game... Um, you know, I think parents tend to have a knack to try and get their kids to do what they're doing, yes. and um, or what they've done when they were growing up. You know, like oh, I used to play footy, so I'm going to get get my kids to play footy. Or I used to play cricket; it's going to be about cricket. Well, sometimes that's just not what kids want to do. You know, a, a lot of kids they play first person shooters; they're into their video games. Um, they like Fortnite. They like COD. It's a fact of life. Yeah. Um, it, it is in this current generation of kids. So the only way you're really going to entice them is to show them that there's some way for them to do what they're doing in the game in real life without actually really hurting anyone. I so, don't see it as a know. negative. I think yeah. a
1: lot of parents see it as a negative where, you know, kids holding guns and shooting people and all those things. So mm. immediately they think, you know, why would I want to put my kids into something like that when... they've got to see the positives that can come come out of this as well. It is a sport that's growing. It is a great way of kids interacting with other kids, running around, losing weight, um, building their confidence, and so many other factors. Exactly.
0: And it's so affordable. That's the big one. Do you know what? We get that a
1: lot from a lot of parents. So it may not always be the older, the adults that come through, but a lot of parents say to us, is that all? You're telling me we can drop our kids off and leave them there and that's all we're paying for the day? yep they love it that's it so that's a wh- they still get know? their life
0: you know they don't have <laughs> all these you know like, like you see with so many sporting clubs now in different types of sports there's normally some kind of gigantic financial commitment but then there's also the time commitment because they've got presentations every other night fees,
1: you've got oh. uniforms you've got all these other things that are continuous Dinners, functions as well. yep. you
0: know volunteer activities all that sort of stuff whereas in jail ball, it's a sport they yeah. can just come and play the sport enjoy yep. it it's not expensive
1: exactly yeah, it's
2: good to go well that, that's the other thing is as well we're, we're with our junior league we're trying to um, find sponsors to yep. you know take over a little bit of the burden on the parents oh ah, nice um so um, basically we're looking at anybody that has a business out there uh, that wants to put in for the um, for a child's youth league yep. um, and basically a team of them will get their own jerseys um, and if they want to there are mm. other things that can be done like blasters. Yeah. You know, some kids can't afford a good blaster yep. or upgrades. You yeah. know, so that's something that um yeah, if anybody's out there that wants to, you know, put something up for the kids, Absolutely. let us know. Um just message us through Grilla Blasters, um and we'll yeah, we'll and make we're it happen. quite
1: happy to be transparent in where that's going as well, because there will yeah. be some people that go right. Where's all this money going? Yeah. So we, we've already talked about it. We've sit around, you know, sat around the table with Jono, and we've discussed in which areas they would go to and what they'd get for that. Yeah. Yeah. Just so it's all transparent and legit. That's cool. You know, with this that's league cool. as
2: well. Um. So John is the creator to Yep. Um, Grillable, and so he he and I um are in business together for that. Yeah. And to help these kids. So he's a major part to um, all these kids. He jumps on the field. He just has a massive time. He's unreal. Yeah, he's like a big kid when he comes back in. Actually, hey, um, John. Do you know what? <laughs> yeah. It's probably yeah. the
1: the most we see John happy. Like he, yeah. you can just see he's so passionate when he's out with those kids, and yeah. he, the kids just love him. They Aww. adore him. They I'm pretty sure he funny. just wants to shoot them all. <laughs> <laughs> but
2: he doesn't. Yeah. So, which is it's okay. Nah. He'll get his, he'll get his turn because <laughs> we got a couple cool. of kids that are in our league. Yeah, sixteen. When they yeah. turn sixteen, yeah. they come into our league.
1: Ah, yeah. nice. And
2: yep. oh there's this one. So kid this is the conditioning process. Yeah. He's his name's we call him Flash because everyone gets a call sign. Yeah. And so his name's Flash. Yeah. And man, come around the corner. He's so quick. And he's got oh. like single fire, just boom, straight in the head. I'm still yep. wearing the same goggles, guys. <laughs> if you ever seen me play before, yep. I'm still wearing the same goggles. Oh, the ski ski goggles. Yeah, I don't wear face mask.
0: Very brave. That's for pussies. But
2: but yeah, I still wear the same goggles. Don't wear anything on my face. And he just smacks me straight in the forehead every time. He's just and he's small, and he just loves it.
1: There's a
0: lot of little uh, protege kids out there, I think, at the moment, oh, and um, we've
1: got some awesome ones coming yeah, through.
0: It's going to be fantastic. So I'm yeah, so thrilled to see the uh, the industry grow like this. And you know, both of you have been completely instrumental in um, in the growth, especially around the kids. Mm. Um, I mean, the the stuff you've done at Gorilla is amazing. But look, um, let, let's start to wrap it up there. So look, firstly, you know, thanks very much for Thank coming you. out here. Thank you know, you. Yeah. amazing having you guys both on. Um, but let's. Um, tell our audience here how they can get in touch with you guys
2: basically um, if you guys are on the interwebs um, you can follow us on on our Facebook on Gorilla Blasters um, or you can have a look at our new website that came out it should be out this afternoon
1: hey. um,
2: yeah that's how new it is um, and basically put a message through there or um, what's order, the website address oh www.gorillablasters.com or.com.au, whichever you Excellent. decide on. Nice. Yeah, so um, there's that. Or just like basically on Facebook, um, Instagram, and we, uh, we've we got TikTok happening too. Excellent. Yeah, so.
1: So, TikTok, we've actually, we know that that's a big thing with the kids at the yep. moment. So, what is going to entice kids? TikTok. So, yep. we're really trying to drive that at the moment. Good so, stuff. you will see more of us on TikTok.
0: And you mentioned something about a um, a fundraiser that you're having pretty soon. Well, tell us about that.
2: Yeah, so we are basically going to be um, doing a fundraiser um, every single month to give back to our community, um, and we choose off who we think is most um, deserving of, of everybody's um, donations and fundraising. And so this one we're doing on the 18th of December, and um, we're going to be running it from the 8th to 11th session um, on the Saturday. So if you guys can come out, support it. Um, it's for the Animal for we- Animal Welfare League... Queensland. So these guys don't do euthanasia for their um, animals, and they home every single one, or they keep them until they can home them. So it's a really, really good good, uh, um, charity to get behind, because um, they're really big on every single animal has to have a home. And they get a lot from people just discarding, or some are born in... um, in their home, basically, and people don't want them or they just can't have them at their house so they have to give them away. Um, So this is a really, really great um, fundraiser to get behind and if anybody can come out and if they want to donate as well, um, please um, let us know and we'll put something up so we can, you know... Put as much behind this as possible.
1: Yeah, we will be doing a lot more than, so obviously every ticket sale on that day, 8 to 11 on that Saturday, 18th of December, will go towards this organisation. But we, we're taking donations, um, we're doing raffles, we're getting the battalion behind, like so each squad we're hoping that comes up with a, um, whether it's selling baking or sausage sizzle, all, all of it will go towards this uh, organisation. So if you are um, looking at, donating or just getting behind it book yourself into that that session and, and come along because like i said mm-hmm. all entries will go towards that and morgan and i we've planned this for a long time to do um, all giving back to the community and running fundraisers and we are going to do this every month and we're going to have the next 12 months planned out so everyone knows who and what we're donating towards and who we're giving to and every date so it'll be well awesome. planned out
0: Guys, that sounds like a sensational cause, so uh, I do wish you all the best in that, and I hope you do get um, a, you know a good level of support from the community out there. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, um, ladies and gents, as always, I'm Dan from Ausgel. You can find Ozgel at www.ausgel.com.au, on all the socials as Ozgel and on Instagram at ozgelamo. Thank you for coming, guys. Thanks very much Jeez. for watching. See you later. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. It means a lot to us. If you enjoyed today's podcast, leave a comment or review below and hit the follow or subscribe button. If you have any questions or want to be part of a future episode or even want to know more about Ausgel, head to ozgel.com.au to get in touch.